slides it out for Ekblad. Back to Hoffman, blocked by Polak and Price! Another spectacular stop! Broussard tees it up, and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Marcel with the open net, and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian, and I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Tuesday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. So glad you could join us today as we discuss all things New York Islanders. A big win for the Isles, 2-1 to in overtime over the Philadelphia Flyers. It was an ugly game for almost the entire 63 minutes or so that it lasted, and the biggest reason that the Islanders were able to win this hockey game was the outstanding play of one Ilya Sorokin. We'll talk about that, break down some of the things the Islanders did well and poorly in this game, and explain why they were still able to come out with a 2-1 to win despite their sloppy play. We've got our Islanders' birthday of the day and a look ahead at what's coming up this uh, week. And remember, tonight's originally scheduled game against the Boston Bruins postponed as the Bruins... Uh, had too many positive uh, COVID cases, or at least too many players in the uh, protocol, and we're still waiting official word, hoping that Thursday the Islanders and Bruins will be able to face off and meet, so that is the next Islanders game. If you've got something Islanders-related on your mind, if you've got a question, a comment, a topic you'd like us to discuss Feel free to send us an email, the email address, LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your name and where you're from, we're happy to mention you on the show when we talk about whatever it is that's on your mind. You could follow the sh- uh, show on Twitter at LockedOnIsles, and you could follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at IceWars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I. We'll keep you up to date on all the latest Islanders news, notes, and happenings. I also live tweet during almost every Islanders game, and if you want some instant analysis and insight, you can get it that way. And I wanted to give a little shout-out to Rick, whose uh, Twitter handle is at MySpotlessBrain. He uh, tweeted me during the game last night, and I want to thank him for his kind words, and I hope he's enjoying this uh, show on his commute to work today. Lots to talk about after that game. Look, the Islanders did something that a lot of good hockey teams are able to do, and that is win a game when you don't have your best stuff. This team was not great, let's put it that way. Uh, Through the first two periods of this hockey game, the Islanders had a grand total of 10 shots on goal as a team, and only five shots on goal from forwards in 40 minutes of hockey. They did improve a bit in the third period and in overtime, but not a lot. Only six shots on goal in the third period. In overtime, four. So I guess playing a little four-on-four hockey, and that's what it was, uh, 
uh, really made the difference. So in three minutes and 41 seconds of overtime, the Islanders had four shots on goal, whereas in the first 60 minutes, uh, you know, they had a grand total of 16. Go figure. But the Islanders find a way to get the job done. And there's a number of reasons why this team was successful. But let's start with the first and, in my mind, the biggest reason that the Islanders were able to win the game. Let's talk about the outstanding goaltending of Ilya Sorokin, the rookie from uh, the KHL, played outstanding, faced 37 shots in this game, the most he's faced in a game so far this season, made 36 saves. And I have to give credit where credit is due, and that is to first to Sorokin and then to Barry Trotz, who, you know, Simeon Varlamov never really played a poor hockey game, but he wasn't playing great the last couple of times out. Maybe he looked a little bit tired. And for Barry Trotz to make the decision to go back to Varla, uh, to Sorokin and let him play a second game in a row turned out to be the right decision and probably the decision that won this team the hockey game. And what Sorokin did, he showed some great lateral movement, a quick love hand, came up with some really big saves over the course of the game. And look, when you get outshot 2-1, to one, when you get outshot 37-19 to 19 in a game and still manage to win, you got some darn good goaltending, and that's exactly what the New York Islanders got in this game. By the way, Ilya Sorokin has now won eight straight decisions, and in those eight games, he has two shutouts. He has given up a grand total of 11 goals in those eight games, and his save percentage 944 over those eight games. You have a goaltending duo of Sorokin and Varlamov, and you have a chance to win nearly every night. And the Islanders' team defense at times, especially in the first period, parts of the second period, the defense broke down. The Islanders looked lethargic at times, that they were a step slower than the Flyers. And, you know, you kind of expected the Flyers to come out with some desperation. They've been blown out in two of their last three games. The Islanders really took it to them 6-1 to one in the last meeting between these two teams. And, you know, two games before that, the Rangers beat them 9 to nothing. So, the Flyers almost had to come out with a sense of desperation, but early on, the Islanders weren't able to match that sense of desperation, and yet they weather the storm, Sorokin coming up with some big saves, and the fact of the matter is that entering that third period, even though you played pretty poorly overall, you're still only down one to nothing, and it you know, you just needed one goal to even things up, 
and they get that goal from Oliver Wallstrom, sets things up to go to overtime, and voila, in the overtime, Anthony Bavillier with the wraparound goal just manages to beat Elliott to the far post, pokes home the game winner, and the Islanders back in first place after this win. Now, again, the Capitals are two points behind the Islanders with two games in hand, but the Islanders back on top in the East Division, and again, picking up two points when you don't have your A game, that's what good hockey teams do, so Islander fans have to be feeling pretty good about that, and I'll tell you this, uh, if any other team in the league thinks they have a better goaltending duo than the Islanders, uh, you may want to double check on that, you know, maybe the Vegas Golden Knights are close, but I think the Islanders with Varlamov and Sorokin probably have the best one-two punch in net right now in the NHL. We've got a lot more to discuss on today's show. We will have more analysis about this game, plus our Islanders birthday of the day and a whole lot more still to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by our friends at rockauto.com. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it is now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. So why endure the often pointless or seemingly intimidating questions and wait while the counterperson orders the parts on his or her computer, choosing only the brand that his warehouse or her warehouse happens to carry? You got computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. RockAuto.com is a family business. They've been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years, and you can go to RockAuto.com to shop for all the auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They've got everything you need from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even a new carpet. And whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, you can get everything you need in a few easy clicks, and they'll deliver it directly to your door. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com Islander fans, you can get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast wherever you get podcasts. So, another big goal last night for Oliver Wallstrom. He gets the tying goal early in the third period. And I'll tell you, if you think about it, and you do a little analysis, right now, Wallstrom is second in the National Hockey League among rookies in goals scored. And that is a pretty impressive feat, all things considered. Look, through 33 games that the Islanders have played, Wallstrom has eight goals. He's only played in 26 games so far this season. And I don't think Wally is going to win the Calder Trophy by any stretch of the imagination, but he should be a finalist if the season ended right now. 
and uh, eight goals, 15 points in 26 games. Not bad for a rookie and a guy who, you know, wasn't even in the lineup every day when the season started. So for Oliver Wallstrom, the one thing you really like that you're seeing as things develop here, as the season progresses, he is getting more confident, more consistent, and really sort of getting that job done on a game-in, game-out basis. And right now, for Wallstrom, you look back at, he's got a four-game point streak right now, where he scored three goals, two assists in the last four games, and had one game before that where he didn't uh, accumulate any points, and then had a goal, the goal, uh, the game before that. So Oliver Wallstrom really starting to mature and gain consistency. And, you know, the fact of the matter is, it really does look like the Islanders have found a gem in Oliver Wallstrom right now, a guy who can and most likely will be a factor, and a bigger and bigger factor as he matures, as he gains experience. He's got the size at 6'2", 205, and he really adds something to that Islanders lineup. Now, I saw on Twitter during the game uh, a couple of fans suggesting maybe put Wallstrom up on that first line that... uh, Maybe he could take the Anders Lee spot and go play along with Eberle and Barzal. And that's a possibility. But I still wonder whether or not Wallstrom is best fit for that role at this point in his career. You got to remember something. Wallstrom is still only 20 years old. He won't be 21 until mid-June. And he is still learning to be a good, responsible player in all three zones of the ice. And the fact that he's been getting better and better at it is really one of the big reasons that he continues to uh, be out there, game in and game out, and gets the job done. And you've seen a slight increase in his ice time, but on average, he's giving you maybe 13, 13 and a half minutes a game. And if you put him up there on that top line, you're getting him closer to, you know, 19, 20, 21 minutes a game. And I'm not sure Barry Trotz is ready just yet to trust Oliver Wallstrom that much. Now, uh, he could earn that trust as time goes on and as he continues to play his game and develop. And everybody notices the offense that Wallstrom helps to provide, but it's his ability to play positional defense, to back check, to not get caught out of position that earns him the extra ice time from Barry Trotz. Trotz, you know, it's almost ironic. Barry Trotz tends not to trust rookies and younger players easily. 
He tends to rely on veterans. That's why guys like Leo Komarov stay in this lineup and, and keep getting chance after chance to play and, and, and prove themselves. And yet, in last night's game, when the Islanders were struggling and did not have their A game, it was two rookies, Oliver Wallstrom and Ilya Sorokin, who get the job done and really help lead this team to a very important victory. So, you know, Wallstrom, again, I think if the season ended now, he'd be a finalist for the Calder Trophy. I don't think he'd win it. I think that right now, Ilya Sorokin is in the conversation as well. And these two rookies finding uh, their way, their path toward regular jobs in the NHL. And again, Wallstrom, he gave you 14 and a half minutes last night. I don't think he's quite ready for 18, 19, 20 minutes a game, but maybe, maybe that's something that uh, we are going to discuss and see how he responds to increased responsibility. He's earning some power play time now, and that's a sign of increased trust, but we'll see whether or not Barry Trotz is ready to give him a shot at that top line. Look, <clears throat> I don't know if Leo Kamarov is the answer. Uh, I thought it was worth a try. It worked out well on Saturday, not as well last night. But at the end of the day, <clears throat> the Islanders still need to find somebody to take that first line spot with Barzal and with Eberly. And the search continues. All right, we've got more to discuss on today's show, including uh, an Islander who is slumping and they need to get him out of it as soon as possible. And we have our Islanders birthday of the day and a lot more. More to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Islanders fans, today's episode is also built, brought to you by our friends at Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Now, the football season may be over, but the NBA and NHL are in full swing, and we're right in the middle of March Madness right now, so there are plenty of opportunities to get a little skin in the game and increase the excitement of your sports enjoyment. Bet Online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. They'll give you real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine, and if you don't see a prop there, you get in touch with them. They'll give you odds on a prop if you propose it. And uh, Bet Online, they've got you covered with all the news, scores, and odds. And it's the best way to place your bets. And it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus when you use the promo code LOCKED ON. That's a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. We have been telling you about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar on the market for a while now. And Built Bar is the amazing low calorie, low sugar, high protein, and high fiber, amazing tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on all bars. But now it's time to find out which Built Bar is the best. Yes, it's Built Bar. Bar Madness. And today's matchup, and this is a good one, it is Coconut against Birthday Cake. Now, a lot of people like Coconut. Uh, you know, it's got that little 
crunchy thing going on and that nutty flavor. Birthday cake, very sweet, very uh, different consistency than coconut. I personally favor the birthday cake on this one, but the decision is up to you. Go to BuiltBar.com or to Built underscore Bar on Twitter. And remember, use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. That's LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. And check out to see who won today's match and who will become the best tasting protein bar ever. Isles fans, if you play fantasy hockey like I do, you can get the upper hand in your league with daily fantasy hockey advice from Locked On Fantasy Hockey. Fantasy hockey expert Scott Cullen gives you the tips, insights, and analysis for season-long Dynasty and DFS leagues. Subscribe to the Locked On Fantasy Hockey podcast on Radio.com or wherever you get your podcasts. So it's time for our Islanders birthday of the day, and this one is uh, one of my personal favorites. It is happy 64th birthday today to former Islanders forward John Tanelli. Tanelli originally drafted by the Isles in 1977 in the second round. Now, he had already played three seasons for the Houston Arrows of the WHA before joining the Islanders in 1978-79, and Tanelli really became one heck of a part of the Islanders' four Stanley Cup winning teams. Uh, 35 goals and 93 points in 81-82, which was the year the Islanders won their third Stanley Cup. Followed that up with another 30-goal season in 82-83, and then had his career best year 42 goals and 100 points in 1984-85. Stayed with the Islanders through the end of the, or late in the 85-86 season, and then uh, finished up his career with the Calgary Flames, LA Kings, Chicago Blackhawks, and then briefly with the Quebec Nordique. And uh, Tanelli, again, one of those guys who really added something to that Islanders dynasty and very fortunate that he was a member of this team. We're going to look at one of his best games as an Islander. January 6, 1981 at the Coliseum. Welcome the Toronto Maple Leafs to town. And Yuri Shra was the goalie for Toronto with Chico Resch in the net for the Islanders. And I'll tell you something, John Tonelli was on fire in this game. He scored in the first period from Bossy and Trottier to make it a 1-0 Islanders lead. Brian Trottier got a goal later in the first period, and it was 2-0 Islanders. But then it's all John Tonelli after that. Tonelli in the second period, his 11th from Langevin and Bossy, and it's 2-1 Islanders. Rick Vave made it, uh, excuse me, 3-0 Islanders. Rick Vave made it 3-1, but in the third period, Tonelli again, his 12th of the year from Bossy and Stefan Pearson. And then after goals by Ron Ellis and Rick Vave, Tonelli with yet another goal, his fourth of the game, to give the Islanders some breathing room. And then an empty netter in the final minute, his fifth goal of the game, 14th of the year. And the Islanders beat the Maple Leafs by a score of 6-3 to three in this one. Some uh, fisticuffs also. Bob Lorimer going with Wolf Paymont. And then Gary Howard of the Islanders 
dropping the gloves with uh, some Toronto player named Barry Melrose. I think a lot of you have since heard about him. As for our Islanders' birthday of the day, John Tonelli, five goals in this one, a career high. Six shots on goal, five of them go in. His line mates in this one, Brian Trottier, a goal and two assists. Mike Bossy, six assists in this game alone. Chico rests 28 saves for the Islanders to earn the victory. So once again, happy 64th birthday to John Tonelli and many, many happy more. John Tonelli is our Islanders' birthday of the day. So uh, we're going to talk more about this on tomorrow's show, but I do want to tease it a little bit now and and start the discussion. And please feel free to email if you want to comment on this. One player the Islanders really need to get back on track is Matthew Barzal. Now, I know goal scorers tend to be streaky, but right now Barzi is in a little bit of a slump in his last nine games. Matthew Barzal, no goals and three assists in nine games. And part of that, obviously, is the absence of Anders Lee over the last six of those nine games. But remember that unbelievable goal he scored against Buffalo? That's the last goal that Matthew Barzal has scored, and it's time for the Islanders to get him back on track offensively. He is a plus two over those nine games, which isn't too bad, but they need more from Matthew Barzal right now, and we'll talk a lot more about that on tomorrow's show. That's going to do it for us on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great day, everybody. Stay safe, and of course, let's go Islanders!